In honor of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if you'd like to join the fight against breast cancer, please go to www.komen.org to donate today. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. Caregivers provide much-needed support for those going through breast cancer. This can be in the form of emotional support, such as listening or giving a hug, in the form of practical help like driving to and from the doctor's appointments, cooking, cleaning, or grocery shopping, and through providing informational support like gathering data or the latest news on breast cancer. Mountains of paperwork, medical information, and appointments can be overwhelming and a lot for families to manage especially while they're also trying to ensure their loved one feels cared for and understood. Today's guest is a powerhouse entrepreneur. She was the co-founder of designer jeans brand True Religion and is a 25-year fashion industry veteran, has launched five style brands, develops and produces film and television projects with a social conscience, wrote a book, and is a philanthropist and also a mentor to young fashion designers. She is also a triplet and was a caregiver to her mom throughout her battle with metastatic breast cancer. Here today to share her story and how she helped manage her mother's breast cancer journey like a boss is Kim Gold. Kim, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. That was well said. Well done. <laughs> We've got good writers. We've got good writers. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm 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 so excited to talk to you. Uh, you know, you're you're so accomplished and a triplet. So we'll talk about that angle as well. But to start with, can you give us some background on your mom's breast cancer story? You know, it's interesting. It started a really long time ago. She had a she had about three different times that she dealt with it. So it just kept coming back. First was with the lumpectomy, then it was a mastectomy, and then the the, the third time was more about uh, it, you know metastasizing in her lungs, and you know had to take the lymph nodes out. So the third time around was just you know I think I hate to say it like this, but the beginning of the end. Mm, I'm so sorry to hear that. And 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 what I mean, if you don't mind me asking, like, what was that time frame? Like you said, it just sort of kept coming back. Do you recall kind of what that span was of time? Yeah, you know, it's, it was really uh, very. It was a very distinct time because I was pregnant with my second. So that my second child, I have three boys. My second was it was at in ninety uh, four, um, and then literally she was completely free for about seven years. And then again, 10 years after that. So it felt like it just had a very specific time frame from mm. seven, first from seven to 10. And um, that, was, that was the time frame. Okay. And so uh, as I mentioned in the intro, I understand you're a triplet, uh, which I think you're the first triplet that I've ever interviewed. So that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> so do, do you and your sisters, I mean, do you have to be monitored more closely due to your family history or, or kind of what do you do re regarding sort of making sure you're taking care of yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think number one, I know this is going to be an odd thing to say, but it, it you know, is that I had breast implants taken out mm. just to double sure, just to make sure that you know, you could see I have a 3D image as well, which is really great. But the three of us are so on top of it. My my stepmother does do cancer research also at 
um, Cedars. She started at the uh, Revlon Institute at UCLA. So really is a topic of discussion on the regular. Did you get your mammogram? Did you go? How are you? You want to go together? Should we do this together? What do you want to do? Let's have lunch after. So we almost make it a fun, <laughs> it's such a hassle to get it, but yeah, we, we make it a fun situation. I you love know, you that. To, yeah, it's a date. Well, I mean, I, I love that because so often uh, families don't talk about illness. Families don't talk about preventative care and, and you sort of flip that on its head and make it into like, oh, let's, let's do this all together. And then let's go to lunch. Like that sounds kind of amazing. I mean, not the test part, but the, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. My sister, one of my sisters now a well-known artist was an acupuncturist. And so there was always the discussion of alternative medicine with diet, with chemo and making sure that you do, you know, acupuncture and herbs and an alternative um, lifestyle in conjunction with chemo. Um, but, you know, we come from a very big Jewish family, very sarcastic. So it's always, you know, if you can, it's not a joking matter, but I do believe in laughter and sarcasm to get through the most difficult times, for mm. sure. Mm. Well, so... Speaking of, you know, kind of health and, and getting through things well, uh, what are some of the things that you do to focus on and to live your healthiest lives now and to keep your risk low? Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, I, I work out four or five times a week. I mean, if you could see this water bottle, I mean, it's a gallon a day. <laughs> That's no, fantastic. No, it's seriously, I think water is the key. I grow my own fruits and vegetables. I do my best to not eat anything out of a box um, and really mindful of my stress. Mm. I mean, and finding the joy really as much as possible and not being around toxic people. Mm. I mean, yeah. literally at 56, I don't want to be around anything toxic. I've earned yeah. that right. Yeah, I, I think you have. And I think that's a, that's a great way to live your life is, is eliminate the toxicities from your life, not just the foods, but perhaps sometimes the people. So, so let's talk about the support that you gave to your mom. How did you approach that as a family? Did you split up care responsibilities and, and how did your mom feel about that? Well, so there's five of us. So there's the three sisters, an older brother and a younger brother. And, you know, it's funny because as soon as I went into business mode, it was like, okay, let out the crack and Kim's here. And, you know, with the scheduling and meeting the oncologist and, you know, I even got pill, which they think I'm OCD. I'm not. I'm just very organized. How to take the pills, doing them daily. What are your dosage, dosages? Um, scheduling who's taking her for chemo, who's bringing her back. Um, I believe support in anything that we go through, whatever it is. I mean, it could be anything. Mm is the most important thing you can do in, in, in life. And I find that my mom felt, I got this, I'm going to go through this. You know, you go through chemo and then you're sick as hell and then it's time to go back again. So if you know someone's taking you, you don't have to ask, you don't feel guilty about asking and you make it almost like, you know, a business. Yeah. I, you know, I love what you said because I think you said, you know, support is, is, the most important thing you do. And I, I love hearing that coming from a successful 
entrepreneur CEO, right? Because I think, because a lot of times when you think of the successful entrepreneur, you think of someone that doesn't have time to support. And yet you, you take the time, you make the time. It's that important. And I, I really admire that. That's a really profound statement. Oh, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I have said probably for the last, my, my, my oldest is going to be 30 and I have three now and I have a grandson. I find that I have said my biggest accomplishment is my family, are my children, are yeah. my relationships. I'm telling you, people who have businesses, you're only as good as your team. So if you can hire people around you, then you can support what's most important. Yeah. My business is not going to kiss me at night. It's not going to give me a high five. I swear to God, you know, when, when I, when I, uh, you know, get a sale, you know, my kids are, my husband yeah. is, you know, my friends. And I yeah. think if people get, find that out early on, um, you can find support in whatever it is that you fought, you know, find yourself in or, or not, but get, have that, in your pockets, be supportive and find the people that you know will support you right back. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just so important. I love that perspective. I, I really appreciate you sharing that. So let's talk about choosing an oncologist. Were you a part of that process? And how did you go about choosing the right oncologist? Tell me about that. You know, I find that word of mouth is a really great way of talking to people about their personal experiences with that doctor. Okay, because there's, you know, you've got five kids in there <laughs> meeting with my mom. Who's this lady? Who's going to take care of my mom? How is she answering questions? What's her bedside matter? What is she going to, she going to make my, my mom feel like she's just a number, another lady with cancer. So the communication, I'm an over communicator. And I think the most important thing with anything that we do, when I say business or support, it's, it's, it's 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 an entirety of my life over communicating being transparent and not being afraid to answer questions i find people who who are in this situation don't even know what questions to ask mm -hmm. and their mindset is such that they're just afraid like they're yeah. like what am i going to do oh my god i i don't need you know okay let me let me let me handle it let me do the research and let me see how you, I'm hiring you as if you're going to work for me because you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're working for me. I lo love that perspective. And so, yeah. so what are the questions? Like, what are some of the questions that people should think about asking their oncologist? What are some of the questions you ask? What are your hours? <laughs> you <laughs> I, I would have never thought to start there, but that's kind of brilliant. Yeah. What, are you always, um, what kind of vacation time are you, you know, are you uh, taking in this next year? Um, who do you know in the, in the community that you can also refer? Who's on your team if you're not available? Um, you know, it was it would be like I'm interviewing my COO or my CFO or something is is why why are you doing this like i'm interviewing you why are you do you have somebody that you lost um you know why is this important to you what is your specialty when it comes to cancer is it is it cervical is it breast is it you know how many people have you treated and and i do find that people with experience um women with experience understand women going through it so for me, a woman was important. Um, 
And I also like to see how somebody reacts to the whole family coming in. <laughs> okay, so like, just walk me through that for a moment. Like, what was the response like? Not not just to five kids coming into the meeting, but to I like I, I can't imagine many physicians get those questions. So like, what was, hey, what was the response like? Um, she was taken aback. We walked in. Um, are all of you in this? Yes. Um, I suggest more chairs. I make it clear that this is how it's going to be. And we're a team. I mean, this is our tribe, right? And yeah. it's mom's tribe, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, and, and she's not going to be alone in this. Do you allow people in the, you know, the chemo room? I mean, you know, just, just, do we have to be quiet in the chemo room? You know, can we, can I get an, uh, a room by ourselves? You know, if you can afford or find out if a chemo is, you know, when is it the, the least busy um, is really important because, you know, it's a long time. I would never think to ask that question. When is it? Le That's a brilliant question. Like, because that seems like the perfect opportunity to go. Like, when's it least busy? I don't want to be around a lot of other people. Right. So if yeah. you don't like to be around people generally. Mm -hmm. which I, when I'm, when I'm, when I, when it's downtime or alone time, mm -hmm. where, where are you? You know what I mean? What are you doing? Are you yeah. meditating in the room downstairs? Are you, you don't know these people. Right. You know? And you know, my mom was a therapist and my mom would probably end up taking care of the people in the room. And I didn't want that happening. I wanted yeah. her to take care of herself. That's really, really smart. Wow, I, I love those questions. I, I think I just got a master class in uh, interviewing <laughs> doctors. So uh, that's Good. that's you're the first. I mean, I've done a lot of this. Is the first time somebody's taken that perspective, and I, I really I really like it. So that's, right, how I, that's how I would you know interview my internist or my OB. Yeah, right. I yeah. think people should interview doctors as if they're not God. Yeah, yeah, it and, makes a lot of sense. And you're they're working for you. Yeah, they are absolutely. Yeah. Well. Uh, Kim, this is amazing. What what final advice do you have for our listeners on how to support a parent through breast cancer or maybe some of the things that you discovered were most important through your own experience? I think constantly uh, letting them know that, you know, I mean, it depends on obviously the person, but from my experience, mom, don't feel guilty. You're not, I'm not missing in, I'm not missing out on work. This is important to me. And I think that you let somebody know how important it is and let them know that you want to be there, it eases the process. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Reminding them that they are your number one priority in that moment. Right. Absolutely. My kids better be the same. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, I think that's, that's what we all hope for, for sure. Yeah. So, well, Kim, uh, this is amazing. I love your perspective on uh, just the, the emphasis on care for others and on interviewing people to be a part of kind of your world. I, I think that's a really smart move. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing all your, your, your life experiences with us today. Thanks so much, Adam. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. In honor of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if you'd like to join the fight against breast cancer, please go to www.coman.org to donate today. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org 
And for more on breast cancer, visit Komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.